0: Hello beautiful being, welcome to Love to Light, a space for the unfolding of a sacred lifestyle for you and the future generations, by living your sole purpose with love and abundance that your light shines brighter than ever before. In my podcasts, I invite you to ask yourself essential questions and I give you practical tools about how to create the sacred lifestyle for you and your family, connected to a deeper purpose to live and embody your fullest potential. Hello beautiful people and welcome back to my podcast. Today, I will do an episode especially for women, but men are also invited to listen. I will talk about the wheel of the year and the feminine cycle. And I was inspired, or I am inspired, basically by the Celtic feast of Samhain, which just recently happened, the 31st of October. And basically Samhain also represents the new year of the Celtic year. So if we would not count by our normal calendar where it is December, the 31st of December is like the last day of the year, but we would go by the cycle, more the cyclic way of looking at the year and the seasons. Then it would be now the end of October where the year ends and the new year begins. And I will also explain a little bit why that is so. So today I really want to zoom out on like the macro wheel or cycle and I also will go into way more the micro um cyclic way of living and to how they're all so much connected to each other um and I want to start with the fact or the information that the nature of us women is a cyclic nature we are cyclic beings and we are cyclic beings in a around approximately 28 day cycle. And for one, some women it's maybe a little bit shorter, for other women it's a little bit longer, but it's average 28 days. And you might know that, you might also already relate other cyclic systems to it, that you are very right, I will come back to them a little bit later because i first want to hint or give some awareness to nature and that nature itself also functions in a cyclic way that there is the cycle of life and death there is the cycle of the seasons the tights the months the day and all these cycles are very much ruled by the moon, as well as the female cycle as well in a certain way. So the moon has a very strong impact on the earth, on us as human beings, and especially on women. And I think this is very important to know how much influence the moon actually has on us. And the cyclic movements of nature are also marked in celebrations or feasts or honorings throughout the year how you would like to call them and they're actually very ancient information they're going back to the celtic culture and sometimes even farther back And I just want to name them out here and and bring awareness to them because I think, especially for us as women, the more we attune to our own cycle and the cycle of nature, of mother nature, the more we can come into alignment with ourselves. And as I just mentioned, We just had Samhain and Samhain is marked on the 31st of October. And it is actually a celebration of death, of turning inward. It's um, said to be that at this time the veils are very thin and what is meant with that is the connection to the spiritual world connection to our ancestors it's a celebration to honor our ancestors or to get in connection with them and it is the beginning of winter basically where the darkness wins completely over the light um, where we are turning inward into stillness and we are basically welcoming death and darkness And in this, I also want to say that there is nothing negative about it because it is part of the cycle of life. If we don't celebrate and welcome and open to death, how can we be truly alive? And then from there, we are moving on to Yule, And Yule is in between the 20th and the 21st of December and it marks the winter solstice this is the day where the shortest day and the longest night of the year it is also called to be the celebration of light because from that moment on we will again slowly start to turn towards the light very slowly of course but it is, um, there. this is a very, very old traditional celebration that goes farther back than the Celtic uh, traditions. Um, I will not go into all the details because I think then I will be talking much longer than the space I make for these podcasts. But the most important thing is here, it's the winter solstice and it marks the longest uh, night, the shortest day. And it is very much connected to actually a celebration of light. So there are a lot of candles. There is, um, yeah, the fire is lit and um, it's basically a very joyful celebration. Yeah. And then from there, we actually moving towards spring again. And the 1st of February marks Imbolc. And Imbolc is actually the beginning of springtime the beginning of life again so this is also the time where you might see the first very early um flowers coming through like the cocos i don't even actually know exactly how to call them in english but like the first signs of aliveness are coming back and this is this is the celebration of it and then the like the mark of mid-spring which in our normal, in our mainstream way of counting we say that the 20th or the 21st of March is the beginning of spring whereas in the wheel of the year in the Celtic system it marks mid-spring it marks like the peak of spring which is Ostara and Ostara is the celebration of fertility it is where everything starts to bloom again where you see the first trees bursting where the the days are getting significantly longer again Where it gets warmer again and it's really a celebration of the life returning, of fertility, of of juiciness basically, you know, spring. And then the 1st of May we have Beltane and the 1st of May marks the beginning of summer. And Beltane is actually the opposite of Samhain just in this sense the opposite in in the way that it celebrates life and not death this is the moment where the there is the turn of that the days are getting longer again than the nights And the same thing, the veil is thin again. We can connect to our ancestors and we can celebrate our life here on earth with them. And it's all moving towards the blooming of the summer, like the the high season. And that peaks again, which is the opposite of Yule. It peaks with the celebration of Lita. And Lita is around the 20th and the 21st of June. And this is the summer solstice. That's the longest day of the year. And this is a celebration of I want to say not just fertility, but really sexuality. It is like the the summer, the fire the mother the sensuality full celebration full blooming of nature of everything and from there we move into fall and the first of august is the celebration celebration of Lamas and Lamas is the first harvest it's a harvest celebration where everything that grew and bloomed throughout the summer is, has been harvested, especially the cornfields and all the cereals. Those are the moments for the first harvest. And then on the 20th of September, we celebrate the peak of fall of autumn time, which is called Mabon. And that's the second harvest celebration. So this is the second time where there there were back in the times there were big harvests of also like potatoes and most of all the fruit trees, apples and pears, and all of the things were um, harvested for the winter. And then we come back to Samhain which we just had so this is a full round of all the different year celebrations and I have to say the moment that I started to really dive deeper into them and start to honor them I felt so much more connected to my own femininity of really being aware of these changing seasons and these changing celebrations and energies throughout the year. On top of this, as I already said, we are all connected to the lunar cycle. And these year celebrations, the wheel of the year is also connected to the lunar cycle as well as we can put our own feminine cycle into the cycle of the moon so in fact we can bring all these different aspects together and i want to share about this as well and to just give you a few inspirations how all these aspects are connected and When we would start with the new moon, the new moon is the dark time, so it is connected to the winter time. It is connected to our bleeding time. This is also why it's often called the moon time. The time where we go inwards, where we want to relax and it is a time of death and to let go of the blood. It is also the time or the season of the crown, so the elderly woman, and it's connected to Yule, the winter solstice. And then we are moving into the waxing moon, so the growing moon, and this is springtime, and it's the follicular phase, so where our egg is actually getting ready with the oxytocin to be Ovulate, like to you know, for ovulation, and this is the time of the maiden and the child. It's a very adventurous time, it's the time for new projects and new ideas to create new things. And it is the time of Ostara, so the time of fertility. And from there, we're moving to the full moon, and the full moon is connected to summer. It's the time that we ovulate, it's the mother, it's Lita, you know, the celebration of Lita, of sensuality, of sexuality, of blooming. It's a time to come out, it's the fire, it's also a time of caring, of love and lust and sexuality and then from there we are moving into the waning moon so the one that you know slowly goes back again and gets smaller and smaller and this is the autumn time it's the luchol phase or the pms and this is the time of the queen and the healer it is a time of the element of the earth of transitions of reflections to actually turn inward again it's a time of deeper healing and this is connected to um to Mabon as well as then to Samhain before you move back into your winter phase again and I think it's a very very beautiful way to connect to your own cycle to the cycles of nature on a much deeper level if you bring in this awareness into your daily life or into your life in general and as always i just want to if this is super new to you or maybe you have heard about it but you just have no idea how to integrate it into your life I just want to give you a few inspirations how you can start or what you can do and first of all you can start with tracking your cycle and if you have done that for months or a couple of months you might see that there's a regularity. If you have a very unregular cycle then it might be a need for actually diving deeper into what causes this unregularity if you have that case you're more than welcome to contact me i'm working as well with women to create a regularity and a sacred sense of being with yourself to connect it to your own cycle to your own femininity to your own fertility if you do have a regular cycle you can and there's a regularity in tracking it you can start to mark the different faces the four faces in different colors and then they're just things you can write I before I got pregnant <laughs> I did that and I I wrote down the things that are very fitting for this face and they were kind of like a um like pilars for me um how can I say that? Like inspirations and also a guide for my own cycle and my own energy. And for springtime, so that's like the waxing moon, that's your follicular face. It is great to make new plans and, and have ideas, content creation, new adventures like new things that you would like to try or do and then for the summer phase your ovulation it is the perfect time for manifestation for new connections or in general connections with your friends and family and to like bring out and come out with all the ideas and creations that you have started in your springtime and then the autumn time, which is like the waning moon, it's like the time after your ovulation and before your PMS time. And this is the time to like finish up things, to reflect on how the time before has been, the two weeks before. Um, it's a time for self-care, for like spa, like Take care of yourself, embodiment practices. This is like the most important thing in this phase, especially then moving into your PMS. It's so much about self-care. And then your winter time, it's all about relaxation. I know, especially for mothers and they have like a full day, try to at least have an hour when you're bleeding to lay down and relax. You know, if you can claim that hour for you, it will make such a difference for your next cycle. It will make such a difference for your body. If you have more space, then just take that space and relax and be in stillness as much as you want. Be creative, paint, draw, listen to music and just take it easy. Be with yourself yourself. Enjoy that time. I know for so many women they have a lot of pain and it's very hard for them to actually relax into your bleeding time In this case, I recommend you very very much start to go into a deeper connection with your blood Use a cup or try to use monthly pads so your blood can be released freely you can honor it by giving it back to the earth always dilute it with water because otherwise it's actually too much for the plants and i can promise you that you will get a new relationship to your blood to your cycle and that there will be a tremendous amount of release of pain throughout the time so with this i want to give you one more hint i also have a master class about the different faces where i explain it in much more detail and you can find it on youtube or on my website under free resources and it's called how to create a sacred lifestyle on a daily base And I will talk about the wheel of the year and I will talk about our female cycle and how to put all of that together and you have some images. If it's very new to you, I think it might be a very handy tool to get more details. Other than that, you are super welcome to also contact me and have if you have more questions. And I wish you a beautiful time of exploration and diving into more death with yourself and your sacred blood. Much love to you. Bye bye.